What's sweeter music? That song as the larger setting for this entire Christmas cantata, What Sweeter Music. It is such a special song, and the more I've come to know it, it brings tears to my eyes. Music has a way of touching us deep within the soul, and such is the case this morning. Well, Christmas is coming, and there's so much to do, buy, remember. Only 20 shopping days left. Postal carriers, UPS, FedEx, neighbors, relatives, friends, family, time running out, money running out, patience running out, things in the way of people. But wise men and women watch and wonder and pause to look for the stars in people's eyes and to listen for angels singing by choirs and in the night. Oh, let us busy ones wise up and watch for joy again. So wrote the theologian Robert Raines. Christmas is coming, and we can watch for joy, we can share in joy, and we can sing for joy. But year after year, many of us fall into the same trap. We say we're not going to let the commercialism and crowds get to us. We say we're not going to give in to the seasonal stress. We say we're not going to become preoccupied this year with everything that has to be done. We say we're not going to miss the real meaning of Christmas, but what happens? You got it more often than not. It slips right through our fingers by default. Mim Neal, a a woman in Western Springs, Illinois, shares her honest feelings this way. Christmas can be celebrated with one $3 candle and compassion, but it never is. I won't put tinsel on the manger or take hawking merchants for angels, yet I will bake cookies, decorate the house, buy presents and cards, decorate the tree, commit the sin of self-exhaustion. There's nothing wrong with sentiment or tradition, she continues, but they are less than the event. I will struggle to remember that Jesus Christ can redeem everyone and everything, even Christmas. Wow. Friends, that is good news. Christ redeems us and Christ redeems even Christmas if we will let him. You all know the expression, come again. You've heard that expression, come again. It's sometimes used when a message is not heard. Come again. Each year we come again to this season and deep within our religious life, it's as though we are saying to the Christian, to the Christmas message, Come again? He does, of course, come in daily bread, Bibles, Sunday pulpits, tables, choirs, calls to love and service, and most especially through the leaning forward season when winter's cold moves greening toward Bethlehem. The word is come again. And Christ comes again to redeem and save. And so whenever someone makes room for Jesus in their inner life, in their heart, and whenever 
someone recommits their life to Christ, as we do from time to time, it doesn't matter what day of the year it is, the Christmas message is proclaimed again, unto you is born a Savior. God did not offer us self-help programs to save us from ourselves and the depravity that people fall into out of free will. No, the good news is that God gave himself as the means for our salvation, for a right relationship with God, with others, and ourselves. You know, there's not much difference between the redeemed and the unredeemed. The difference is between those who realize it and those who don't. You see, that which came into the world and keeps coming again is either something we receive or we don't. Now, Mary, blessed Mary, she received it. When she spoke the passage read to us from Luke 1, she was visiting Elizabeth, who was also pregnant with John the baptizer. Elizabeth gave the gift of expectation, having been with child prior to Mary. And as a geriatric age of grandmotherly age, Elizabeth was able to support the teenage virgin. And I'm convinced it was that support, expectation, and confidence provided by Elizabeth which enabled Mary to share the words she did in what we call the Magnificat. These words, if you listen to them carefully, fit for today amazingly well, nearly 2,000 years later. Hear them again as if Mary were singing a song of salvation. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior. For he has looked with favor on the lowliness of his servant. Surely, from now on, generations will call me blessed. For the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who revere him from generation to generation. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down the powerful from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich empty away. He has helped his servant Israel in remembrance of his mercy. Mary had a sense of the salvation of God that was to work, be worked out through her son. And even before Jesus was born, here was Mary transmitting a message of hope and salvation. At Christmas, we get kind of starry-eyed and can easily picture angels singing. But you know, I can just imagine Mary singing lullabies to Jesus as a baby. And I've just got to believe they were filled with hope and salvation, love and joy. Mary's hope, Mary's song of salvation, mirrored that of the prophet Isaiah in our Old Testament text. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messengers who announce peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation. Together they sing for joy. Break forth together into singing, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns. Let us our songs employ. 
while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat the sounding joy. Repeat the sounding joy. Repeat, repeat the sounding joy. Haven't you ever wanted to sing so much that it just comes out almost uncontrollably? It's then that a song is put into our hearts, and it is the singer of all songs who is singing with us. Perhaps it is God who strangely sings in us, who sings unto us and through us into the world a song of salvation. A young boy complained to his father that most of the church hymns were boring to him. I've had kids who have said things like that. They were just too far behind the times, said the young boy, with tireless tunes and meaningless words. So his father put an end to the discussion by saying this, If you think you can write better hymns, then why don't you? The boy went to his room, and he wrote his first hymn. The year was 1690. The teenager was Isaac Watts. Joy to the World is one of the almost 350 hymns written by him. Wow. Mary sang a song of salvation, sensing that the world would be turned upside down. The lowly lifted up, the hungry fed, the high and mighty brought low, and the rich sent empty away. Mary simply received the best Christmas present of all, Christ himself and God's salvation, and she sang about it. The difference is not between the redeemed and the unredeemed, but those who receive it and those who don't. And the higher one is, the harder it is to stoop down and truly see into a humble stable Because that's where the hired hands go. You know, it's precisely in a world where people won't see, and wars still continue, divisions and conflict, and the Prince of Peace might just as well not have come, that we need to keep on singing a song of hope and salvation. When Henry Wadsworth Longfellow was listening to the ringing of Christmas bells in Cambridge, Massachusetts in 1863. Deep feelings and memories began stirring within him, and it was only six months after the Battle of Gettysburg. The nation was mourning the loss of so many loved ones during the Civil War. Longfellow's young son, a lieutenant in the Army, had been seriously wounded. His thoughts turned to peace, and the words from Luke, On earth, peace, goodwill to all. And they inspired him to write this well-beloved poem, which has been set to music. I'm sure you know it. I heard the bells on Christmas Day. Their old familiar carols play, the wild and sweet. The words repeat of peace on earth, goodwill to all. And thought how as the day had come, the belfries of all Christendom had rolled along the unbroken song of peace on earth, goodwill to all. And in despair, I bowed my head. There is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to all. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail with peace on earth, 
goodwill to all. Christmas is coming. It's nothing new. And yet, and yet, it's brand new. For me and for you. A song of salvation.